All right, guys, I'm here today with Crystal Collinson of the Productive Designer Podcast. How are you? I am great. And not only is she uh, the principal designer of the, or sorry, the podcast host of the Productive Designer Podcast, you have been a designer and you've had your own firm for, you said, over 20 years. Yep. Yeah, I think this is the 21st. I think I officially like registered my business in, I want to say 2002 was official. So that's like 18 years, but maybe, no, 2001, I think it was. Yeah. So, wow. but I've been in the industry because I worked for like, I worked for the Bay, Hudson's Bay doing store design. And so I did some oh. other stuff before I went out of my own. Yeah. First of all, it does not look like she could have been in the industry this long. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> so do you, what, what is, do you have a team? I do have a team. Yeah. So I have, um, we, so we, I, my husband and I, have the business, but we actually work really independently. So he does renovations. And so when in, in my side of the podcast, we were talking about how you don't like to do renovations because I hear all of the hassles all the time and I don't actually do any work with him. Um, so we really run that's amazing independently, right? We run them completely independently. So I do stuff with builders and developers. Um, I do model home sales presentation centers, like the, the, the showrooms, um, some amenity like condo amenity spaces, um, decor centers, like design studios for builders, uh, showrooms. Oh. So like some kitchen, like kitchen showrooms and tile showrooms, that kind of thing. So, and I saw uh, you're in Etobicoke, right? I am in Etobicoke. Yep. Yeah. So, and then my husband does renovations. So he'll do, you know, people's kitchens and baths and additions and all that side. So we have just recently hired um, a full-time person. Now I've had full-time people in the past. I had, I think at one point I had five and that was just too much, right? There's a, there's a point where I'm feeling, I, you know, when we talk about, when you look and you sort of introspectively go, what do I like? What do I want to do? Yeah. I never have had a desire to be running this big design firm and having yeah huge amounts of staff and like that's just not because I'm want to be so involved in everything um I just couldn't I don't know how I don't know how it's done to be honest with you obviously there's design team leads but I think as a principal designer you lose um you lose um I guess touch or you lose a part of the creativity that I that I still love to do like I still get I'm starting a project right now and I've just been like that that you know it's just like getting the motor started and trying to get into it and figuring out what we're going to do and all that so I mean I couldn't I couldn't walk away from that so but I do and then I also have um, some contract workers that um, do a lot of drawings for me and that kind of stuff because I don't need to do that anymore right like that that's an easy thing to sub out right like that's a very easy thing here's the drawings yep fix that change that whatever so Um, but still very small yeah. Yeah. And um, I was going to, okay. So your, your husband does, it is like under the same umbrella though. Like, yeah. Yeah. And- if you look on our website, it kind of goes, you'll see the Collinson interiors and there's like the hammer and pencil. That's sort of the renovation side. And then there's the builder designer or crystal right, Collinson yep. interiors, which is my side. And then um, I, I separated that about two years ago because I really wanted to go after sort of the pr- predominantly builders is what I like to do like that builders and developers. So you don't necessarily do the design work that your husband's executing the construction for even? No, no. Well, he also has an art background. He was um, a creative director at an um, advertising agency. And, you know, his his perspective sketching and his ability to, you know, spatially is 
like miles above, above mine. Like he's so much better at that stuff and he loves it. Like he loves that detail of going in and going, okay, if we remove this wall, we can do this. And so he, he, he a lot of time does a lot of that stuff with his, his clients. And a lot of times it's just picking counters and cabinetry and backsplash, which is, you know, not rocket science. And he's got lots of color theory and all that. So, yeah. so um, he does a lot of that. And then now that we have a new um, uh, full-time person, she's doing a lot of that now too. So, yeah. So I'm like, all yours. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I'm going to take a step back because we announced on the last podcast, yours, the simulcast. Am I saying yes. that right? Yeah. So for, for the listeners right now, what, what we are doing is a simulcast. I feel like I'm not saying that right, but I'm saying it right. Um, where I'm on, where I'm on her podcast, she's on my podcast. So you can be on the lookout for that. Um, me on hers. Anyway, you get the idea. They'll figure it out. <laughs> So, but, it but it's kind of cool. And I'm like, now I'm like talking to another, like somebody else, like I'm participating in an event and I was like, yeah. well, this is the thing we're doing. Maybe you want to do this too? Cause you yeah. to podcast, but, um, okay. So I'm curious, you have five, five employees you said? Uh, well, my husband has a team of like three site supers. So he has three okay. individuals. So I kind of look at his stuff, his business is one side. And then so right now we're sharing our full-time person, but she's working more for him. And then I'm subbing um, my stuff out. So I have two two people that help me like with the drawing. And then when I do model homes, I have somebody that comes in and does all my accessories with me. And she's been with me on on contract basis because when I have a model home, she does stuff when I don't, you know, I don't have anything for her. So And okay, so I'm curious. um, You, I'm, like I said, uh, I'm looking to hire potentially a designer. I've just mm-hmm. recently hired, um, I was going to say an Andrea, an assistant. Her name is Andrea. And um, there's, I, I saw that you, you know, there was a podcast about, that was my reminder for my next podcast, which I'm not doing, um, you know, SOPs. And it's funny yeah. because SOP has been like, I've been like, can you start an SOP for this? Can you start an SOP for yeah. this? Can you start an SOP for this? So I'm going to assume that you have a well um, processed and documented kind of business yourself where you've, you've got SOPs on the go. I don't have a formal SOP. So I like to talk about the SOPs, which are standard operating procedures. Right yep. That's right. So, um, <laughs> that's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> so, um, but I have, and, and I've struggled with trying to to your point, do I write it all out? And I don't think it's something you can sit down and go, okay, here we go. We're going to write my SOPs. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You, what I have is I have a Excel, basically Excel spreadsheet, whatever that documents literally client calls. Then what do we do? Then what do we do? Who's doing that? Who can handle it? Right. Mm -hmm. So can an admin handle it or does it need to be principal designer? Can, uh, you know, admin handle it or does it need to be an AutoCAD person, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a step-by-step-by-step-by-step. By step by step by step. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. So I've, I've got it outlined to that point. The thing that I, I struggle with with SOPs and, and trying to say that there's a one-size-fits-all, as we know in our business, there's not a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can kind of, you know, I know we talked in, in, on my podcast side, we talked about Kimberly Sullivan's, right? So she has yep. her, I think 15 steps that she refers to them. And I think that what you do is you need to just at least start with that, right? It's like, start with the big chunks and then you can start chunking it down. And absolutely. If you have an assistant or somebody that can start writing this, cause that's the hardest part. Um, and being a, being a, in, you know, solopreneur, you know, 
all of it's up in her head, which yeah. is really, really hard to <laughs> spew it out to get somebody to know what to do next. The other thing that I've been doing, um, and this is like just such a, it's so much easier, is I do little, have you heard of Loom, which is like a screen yeah. recording? Okay. Yeah. I do Loom videos all the time. And I just go, and then this way, again, if you're onboarding someone, you can, it's the spew it out what you want done. And then she now knows what it is. And you yeah. say, make it into an SOP. So you can, because you can't, there's just no possible way you can just sit down and say this weekend, I'm going to write out my standard operating no. procedure manual. Like it's just not going to happen. And my manual is probably going to look a little bit different from yours yeah. than someone else. You know, like you don't do renovations. So that whole section would not apply to you. Right. Yeah. Um, you may have a different method of even fee structures, right? Like yeah. how, which I wanted to ask you on mine and I forgot to ask you um, <sighs> if you're a flat fee or an hourly person, because I find that that's such a, you know, that, that is a, the, the, yeah, the loaded question. And I don't mean loaded. I just think everybody has a different. And it's exhausting um, too, like yeah. for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And even if you do flat fees, you need to be keeping somewhat of an idea of how long yeah. they're taking you. So you are still. At least you, you know, want to validate that your flat fees are correct. Oh, well, we always know they're probably less than they should be. Yeah. Right. Even though initially they sound like a lot, but if you yeah. were to go, oh my gosh, I spent you know, a year and a half on that project. And even if I worked five hours a week on it, which is, as we know, is probably more, you know, like if you were to calculate yeah. out, you'd be like, oh yeah, that was 70 hours. Wow. Right. Yeah. Like, so what do you, what, how do you do? Pricing? I'm flat fee. Yeah. I have to be and flat how do fee. You, and how do you, is it like a room, like a kitchen is this? Um, no, you know, no. I guess because, you work a lot with builders. So you probably have a very clear is it in, it's the same builder every time often or? No, they're different builders, but yeah. it's, it, and it's not even a square foot cost because I find that that's even a hard thing because if somebody says, yeah, we want to do uh, see a sales center or something, but they don't want to do much mill work or they don't want to do much customizing. Well, that's a lot less work yeah. than somebody that says, okay, we want to have a decor studio in here. So now I need to design all the millwork cabinetry for that decor studio and you know, manage all the samples and get out, get everything in there and, and set up. I mean, like that's, it's not even apples to apples anymore. It's, yeah. it's so I find that I really think you have to find out the scope of the work of the project in its entirety before you can, yeah. you can quote. So, you know, and I've, I was just on a um, pricing uh, webinar or um, course a couple of weeks ago and, you know, like there's just, there's so many different ways to do it and it's really there's not one answer, right? Because you do something a little bit different than I do. So we can't say this is how we work, right? It just doesn't work. And in, Sorry, go and ahead. In my industry, I was going to say my industry, they need to know how much is this going to cost? You yeah. are a part of our marketing budget yeah. and I need to know, like there's no hourly, there's no, like they don't care if it takes me a hundred hours or if it takes me 10 hours, they just need to know how much it's going to cost. Totally. So, yeah. It's funny that you say like, there's not one size fits all. Cause I, I'm, um, I'm participating in a, a summit in January. It's, mm -hmm. it's called the designers on social summit. And okay. my topic is authenticity. And for me, it was, you know, explaining that authenticity is not just like how you show up on social media. It's, you know, how you build your services, like to be in alignment for you. How do you build your processes? And I think the, uh, so many people, you know, thank God they're listening to this podcast, like your podcast and, but you, you really are only getting such a small picture of mm -hmm. what the person is explaining. Like, we don't know what their values are, their goals, their insecurities, you know, their, 
uh, who, how much of a team do they have? Like, there's just so many variables that are not communicated that yeah. you can't just like say, here, I'm going to do this and make it work. And, um, so it's, it's, it's so important to figure out what works for you. Absolutely. And I know you didn't ask me on your podcast, but I just changed, I was doing like estimated hours and I would give mm-hmm. a range Yeah. and I decided, but the problem would be that I would meet and then I would spend like two hours trying to figure out the numbers. Yeah. And it was so exhausting. So I finally just, I, I have enough data that I'm like, I feel like I pretty much know what typical rooms cost. So I've just, I'm currently testing square footage, but okay. it's kind of like, if it's less than a certain number of square feet, it's this number because obviously if like it gets smaller and then it, it doesn't always work. It's, yeah, that's right. You know, it's kind of like still... a percent of budget. Like if your budget's yes. only five, you know, not that I'm trying to get budgets, but it doesn't work really, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm trying to work my way through that. And I I just sold my first one like that. And now I have a couple more sales pitches to work through to see, but I'm basically just approaching it like my first year in business. I'm probably going to get it wrong. Yep. But gonna it's going to take some tweaking, right? You're going to, you're going to just fix it. Yeah. it. Right. You're going to go, yeah. okay, mm, yeah. I underestimated on that a little bit and this didn't happen yeah. and whatever. And, and it's, and it's also kind of like the blend of like, okay, if it's five projects, maybe three of them, I'm, I actually made money. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, so as long as it's like you're at least netting out over the period of like Absolutely. You know, multiple projects. I mean, yeah. that's the theory. So we'll yeah. see. But yeah, but yeah and it, it's so hard. It's so hard. And I and <sighs> you know, and there'll be an argument of, well, you shouldn't be trading dollars for hours. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's true, right? Like there's yeah. a lot of truth to that. That yeah. somebody that has been in the business for a while, or it's like the plumber, right? They always use a plumber example. Well, yeah. how come he charges you three hundred dollars to do that? Well, because he's got 20 years of experience yep. and yes, he was only here 15 minutes, yep. but you know, he has that knowledge and all that. So if he charged by the hour, he would be like, he would make any money. Right. Exactly. So it's, yeah. And so I'm kind of, I'm a lot more, um, I just, it's funny cause I don't do a ton of private residential clients, mm-hmm. but I've just had a client come to me that I haven't, um, I did their place four years ago, I think it was. And you know, they, anyways, they want some more stuff done. And I said, and I was doing hourly with them because the scope of work was so not defined that yeah. I said, I have to do hourly because I really totally. don't even know where this is going. You're getting but, messy. <laughs> yeah, it, well, that's just it. So this project though is like, it's pretty defined. We know everything we want to do. So I gave them the flat fee. And when I first looked at it, I'm like, God, that sounds like a lot. But then I'm like, nope. When I start looking at how the time it's going to take me to, you know, do all the stuff that needs to be done. I probably undercharged again. <laughs> yeah, you know, like hundred percent. Yeah. You know what else for me, the flat fee, um, when I was doing hourly, I had to work through my own insecurities for sending yep. a new time block because I would yep. do time blocks. So now the the idea that I have told you what it's going to cost for the duration of the project, you're I'm going to, I can't remember what my breakdown is, but it's like 50% upon acceptance, yep. uh, 20% uh, before phase two, 20% before phase three, and then 5% at, at the completion. It's out. Guess what? presentation happens, send out the invoice. I don't have to worry about like, Oh, they're going to wonder, like they've already accepted all these terms. I don't have to, you know, review hours and then delete some hours and like have this whole mental like obstacle course every time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and to your point, you're like, it's, it's, I think it's better. Like if I was hiring somebody, I kind of want to know what is this going to cost? Like whatever the number is, just 
tell me so that I know, okay, it's part of my budget or it's not part of my, whatever. Like yeah. to just be like, okay, as you're like, okay, so how many hours did you work this month? Yeah. <laughs> What's my bill going to be? Right. Like, yeah. and, but I know tons of designers still do that. Like, like, and they do it successfully. And I yeah. think this is a really good example. I, cause I've, I, I know designers like in my kind of core group mm-hmm. that, that hundred percent, they're like, my rate is X number an hour. Yeah. They never have to estimate their hours. But what I've realized is like, I treat people the way I, like yeah, what I, I would so. expect. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to know how much, yeah. like I, I'm not, I just, I need to kind of have some context and, and that's just like, what I would need and want. Yeah. And then the other designers are just like, I think too, the fact that I like was self-taught, like added a layer of that. And I think when you come from a firm, you kind of know what, what is an acceptable um, like process or procedure. So like maybe you have confidence in that. I don't know, but it's, it's really, I think that's a, it's a really fascinating thing. It's like not there. It's not one size fits all. No. And that's yeah. why this business is so complicated. And so like, yeah. There just really isn't. And, and exactly to your point, you have to do what you feel good about doing and makes sense to you and yeah. in your essence go, yeah, this, this, this totally makes sense, right? Like this works. Yeah. So. so, okay. So you've been in business for 20 years. Mm-hmm. When, like, what, what is the biggest difference that you've made or have, whether you intentionally made it or it happened versus like where your business started to now and, and why? Um, I think, well, I mean, part of it is mature, maturity, not age maturity, yeah. <laughs> business maturity, yeah. um, maturity in the, in the sense of confidence. Um, you know, it's a, we're in a project-based business or, you know, we don't know what our, you know, we don't have a salary. We, we don't have the, you know, I would never trade it for a, in, in the world because I couldn't imagine going back to working for somebody. I, like, oh my God. Not happening. Um, I, as they say, I am unemployable. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what it is, is, yeah, you just, as you, you know, you and I talked about a little bit, you start to realize, you start, stop being such the, the, the yes man in the sense of you take on every project, you start figuring out what you like to do. You start, you know, isolate. I don't want to do that anymore. I really don't. What are, these are the parts I don't like to do. I, what do I really love to do? Where am I, um, you know, where are my strengths? What do I, what lights me up when I go, oh my God, I'm so excited to work on this stuff. I think that that sort of has allowed me to hone in a little bit more on what, what I really, truly love to do. Um, I think the industry in itself, like from when I started, oh my gosh, like it was nobody, everybody held their cards super close. That's nobody what I wanted, keep hearing. Yeah. Nobody wanted to share information. Um, I did work for, like I was saying, I worked for the, the Bay, the Hudson's Bay doing store design. I had no concept of what things cost. I, like I really didn't. I just designed the, we, I did the home outfitter stores. So now that they're all gone under, but oh. brought them. Yeah. So I would, it was a cookie cutter. I would spend it's basically a lot of space planning, right? We would do so, but I had no idea what millwork costs. I had no idea, like I had no concept of cost. So that was probably the biggest learning curve was coming out going, okay, um, I don't know. Does like a custom built-in cost $500? Does it cost yeah. 50000 I have no idea, right? Like I yeah. really, so um, I think to, like I look at now and go, my gosh, we're so much more open Obviously, it's the, 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 you know, the, the internet has, has facilitated that, but it's not quite still that, you know, 
competition over collaboration type of thing. Or I remember sort of starting thinking I needed to be in this, like I had to look a certain part, right? Yeah. Blazer and I had to wear the heels and I'm like, that's not me. Right. Thank you <laughs> so, for saying that because yeah. that's how I feel too. I'm like, yeah. originally thinking like, I don't feel like I'm like fitting the role, like yeah. personality and, or how I'm dressed. I'm just gash, but it's so true. And I think yeah. like we can all find our people who are into that. Right. That's just it. Right. And yeah. that's, and, and when you talk about authenticity, you have to just be you and you will attract the right people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just takes time because initially you don't, you know, when you're starting a business, it's like you want to take any and every job because you're trying to build your portfolio, you're trying to build your resume, build your experience, have, you know, you're trying, so we all do that and we've done it. And, um, but as you get more, you know, seasoned in the business, you start to learn like, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, that's not, I don't like doing that and mm-hmm. have to be confident that says, okay, you know what, I, I do a good job and there will be another project coming. I don't know when or where yep. or, but inevitably, it comes. It always does. Yeah. Yeah. And so you said you work a lot with builders. Yeah. So I'm really curious how that, like, was that an intentional decision to not work resident, like with residential clients? No. Like what was no. that experience and how did we it get was, here? It was kind of, I stumbled upon it. Um, so 20 years ago or 18 years ago, whatever it is, um, I joined what it was the home, the home builders association. It's now called build, which is the building and land development. And so I joined that and, um, kind of got called in by a pretty big builder and said like, listen, we got some model homes. Can you, you know, do them? So I kind of went in there and then I I faked it till I made it, so to speak. Right. Like I really, you know, I had to learn kind of the lingo and how things work. And I, I had um, the sales manager that was running that that particular project. She was awesome. And her and I are still friends to this day. And she kind of guided me, kind of helped me on like, you know, how things are done. Because there's, you know, there's just way things are done and the terminology and all that. And then I did a really good job. And, and one thing led to another and to another and to another, right? So that was really it. And, and I kind of found my niche and I worked, you know, you start to work with certain people that move to different builders and then they bring you in. And so you just sort of expand. It's like the referral thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think I assume that when you're working with builders, like you're, you're working with like the same builders ongoing, but I think you said that's not necessarily the case. Like, is it always a different builder or it is repeat builders but just not always the same ones. It's repeat builders for different projects. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And do you have like a set of like five that you work with or what is it? I probably have a handful of like, yeah, at least gosh, over the years that I've uh, worked with. Yeah. At least a handful of probably, yeah, five to 10 maybe that have been, that I've, I've worked with. And as I said, like if I've worked with somebody at ABC builder and they now are over at, you know, XYZ builder, then I now be introduced to that company type of thing. So, um, it's, you know, it's everything, it's relationships, right? It's just, you know, getting, and you connect and you, and there's certain people that you just don't connect with and you're like, yep, there's, you're just not my people. I'm not your people. You're not my people. And that's just the way it is. So, yeah. And do you, do you prefer to work? Like you don't really want residential clients? I don't actively seek them out. Um, but I am, I'm actually working on one custom home right now, which is 7,000 square feet. It's Whoa. a monster home. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Um, but it was through a builder who had done a project, uh, like, a, like a, a development, like more of a neighborhood. And they do some, and then they do some custom homes. But most of the builders that I do, do what is called production builds. So they do like neighborhoods. 
Got it. Yeah. So, I see. yeah. So now I'm working with, but I, but I am being paid by the builder to work with these clients. Gotcha. So, but yeah. you are like facing, like interacting with. The- oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so, pretty sweet. That's a yeah. sweet referral base. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know that's what? They're, they're good. Yeah. And they're great. Like this, this, they're a small builder and they're just wonderful people. And I love working with them. So I totally like trust them in the sense of she's like, oh yeah, this, this client is great. I was actually working on another project with them before COVID, literally just before COVID and the client wasn't so great. And they actually, the builder fired the client and she said, you know what, Crystal, you can still work with them if you want. I'm like, uh, no, if you fired them, what am I crazy? No way. Yeah, that's a red flag. <laughs> that's a huge red Especially flag. Especially if I actually like you and I respect you. Yeah, I'm like, you. you guys are great. Yeah. And you fired them. Yeah, that tells me something. Yeah. So I was like, so I'm out of there. When, when you're working with a builder, are you, um, I assume you get into a bit of a, a flow and you get to know how they work and the quality of their work, but are, are you monitoring? Like, I think the, the nice part of this is like, they are the client. Yeah. And they're building it. So like they have a stake in the game for doing good work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Monitoring and, and being like, you're not doing this right. Or like, is it kind of like, you don't even have to worry about that really? Um, no, not, not entirely. I mean, they, so what a builder will do is they'll have contracts with different sub trades, right? So they'll have okay. the tile installers and the plumbers and <clears throat> excuse me, any of those, like those people. So there has been times where I've gone to the site and I've said, this backsplash, like this looks awful. And this is your model home that is going to show how great yeah. of a job you guys do. This can't, you know, like this can't happen, right? So it's like it's like most projects where depending on the site super, depending on the person that's kind of there that, set, that would bring that to attention, like the fact that it got grouted and finished and thought, and somebody thought that that was okay, you kind of have to shake your head, right? So, yeah. so there is a little bit of, I don't want to say quality control, but it's their trades. So yeah. You know, you I mean, just... that is nice. That is yeah. a real, real benefit to that kind of business relationship. Yeah. I think yeah, for um, sure that would be pretty incredible in my opinion. So, um, okay. So 20 years in what is like, what is you have a podcast? So you're obviously, you know, you're, and you, you do coach as well. So I don't really coach, like, even though it says coaching, I don't really coach anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, it was kind of thrown up there on there and thought, you know what? I, if somebody approached me, I'd totally do it kind of thing. Like you're open to I it. I think so. Yeah. If somebody wanted to, for sure, because you know, I do have, I do have some experience and I have some, yeah. you know, knowledge, but I think where this, my podcast came about was I, yeah, because it's a great question. I should have. Asked. Yeah. Well, what happened was I am like a productivity mm geek. I love like every time I have to make a decision or something, I'm like, let's put it in a spreadsheet. Yes, I love <laughs> a spreadsheet too. That kind of came about because doing all these model homes, you know, there, I mean, one, one of my largest sites, I had seven models we were doing at one time, like that had four bathrooms per house, right? Like, like, that's a lot of information. And the site- Well, even a 7,000 square foot house you're about to do, like to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, like there's a lot of details, right? There's a lot of stuff that has to be decided upon and da, 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 da. So I think that the the spreadsheet thing, because I had to be able to, somebody calls me up and says, you know, lot number 24, bathroom three, I got to be able to kind of go, okay, yep, go ahead. Like get my head there quickly. So Mm -hmm. that all kind of, and so then I'm, and then my kids, you know, my kids are 14, 15 now, but they were, you know, when I 
they, I had them yeah. all through all this, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a mat leave, you know, self-employed. So it was like, okay, how can I become more efficient and more effective? And how can I stop doing things over and over, like repeating things that don't need to be repeated, right? Like, let's not reinvent the wheel. So I kind of been on, on this productivity quest. And I say productivity, but just working smarter, not harder, you know, like that kind of stuff and figuring out systems. And we'd go through ordering stuff and I'd pick it and then we'd have to write it into this spreadsheet and then I have to write it in and then we'd have yeah. to write the order. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're doing the same information four times over. Like there's got to be, again, there's got to be a better way. So it was looking into task management software and okay. the design software. And so it's always been, it's just kind of who I'm, who I am. So then I thought, well, that's what I should talk about is like productivity. And then, and then I think as, as I started to this, I had this idea probably about two years ago and it wasn't until COVID that literally yeah. kicked me in the butt to get it out the door. Yeah. Um, Sometimes gave me- there are some things that COVID has uh, for sure, helpful for on. sure, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So Go it kind of gave me the, okay. Time. Yeah. I got the, t- I've got some time now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. So, um, so the product, the productive designer kind of came out of that was because that was always my thing. I'm super, super organized and that's just part of who I am. And I love that stuff. I love organizing (laughs) spreadsheets. I love my planners and like, I mean, I think I could probably do a whole blog on like planners and, and task management systems. This podcast is supported by Ultralux Linens. And guess what, guys? I got my new living room drapes. And of course, it was Ultralux Linens that made them. And they're absolute pure perfection. So I have never owned real drapes before. No, I've owned real drapes. I haven't owned custom drapes before. And so I really feel like I've made it. And I love them because they don't flare on the bottom, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't like a really bulky drape. And so when they arrived... They were perfectly accordion folded. Don't think that's the technical term for it, but they were perfect and they went in and it's like it transformed my living room. They are made perfectly. The pleat is perfect. I'm, the length was perfect. Everything was amazing. And I've got more drapes coming in. It's like they're coming. They're coming fast and furious. I've got my bedroom and I've got my music nook and dining room next. So I'll keep you posted. But guys, they carry over 75 different fabric brands. And the great thing is it's all under one roof. You're going to get the exact same designer pricing you'd get if you went to all of these brands direct. You can tell them about new brands you're interested in in case they don't happen to have them. And she will absolutely try to get those for you. They have towels. You can pick the colors that you want. They have bed linens. You can get custom duvet covers made. Again, just pick any old fabric you want. Get exactly what you need. Bingo, bango. You are done. And there's so much more. They carry so many different things. It's incredible. If you are not already following them on Instagram, go to Ultralux Linens. Follow them. Let's give them a little love. Also go to ultraluxlinens.com. And if you are in the GTA and you are at the Toronto International Design Center, they are suite 202 on the second floor. So go check them out, guys. They're amazing. Well, then I, so I've done many, 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 many as well. I'm obsessed. And then for me, it's like, I feel chaotic without it, but I, I'm good at finding things, but I'm not good at maintaining them, which I'm hoping with an assistant processes that I create yeah. will be maintained. Yeah. What is your, okay. So how do you manage your business? What are the tools that you're using? You know, I'm very curious how you're the simplest thing. It sounds so simple. Project notes. It sounds so simple. Yeah. But yet 
there's so much information, your must-haves, your, your likes, your dislikes, your um, things that you ask for, um, things to avoid, uh, like your kids' preferences, if it has yeah. to be kids. Um, okay, there was the kickoff meeting, and then we had 10 meetings. And it's like, now you just, like, how do you, how do you manage that type of thing in a way that's easy to basically make sure that when you present, you've like hit all the marks. Hit all the marks. So what we've been doing is we've been keeping kind of what, I don't even know what we called it, design. I don't know. And it's basically a running. I use Google Google a lot. So slides yeah. and docs, um, even though, because it's real time, right? Like yeah. our new girl who started, she's like, Google Slides is awesome. She's like, I can see when you're in it and you've, yeah. you've changed it. So I don't, like we don't use PowerPoint, like we're on Macs, but we don't use any of those. We use Google Slides a lot. Um, and now I've got my clients collaborating on that, which is like awesome because she yeah. can make notes on it and stuff. And so it's all there. And then when, every time an email is coming in and they've said something like, uh, we, you know, we really like the black mat for the whatever. It's like, okay, put that in that document, like in this running Google Docs that's just each, each room, I just add a note into it if there's a preference. Right. Mm-hmm. It's different when it's with a builder because yep. they don't really care. <laughs> it's kind of like, what is the look? What's the look? Is it, you know, there's not that personal, right? Yeah. It. So we're doing that. And then keeping um, just basically writing like minutes or notes from each time we have a meeting so that it's documented so we're not missing stuff. Because that's really the best way. So that, that, so Google Suites is, I love Google Suites. Mm-hmm. Um, Voxer I use. What's um, Voxer? Voxer is like a walkie-talkie app. And so people are like, well, but your your phone does voicemail messages, right? Like Or like voice memos. Mm-hmm. Um, so Voxer, I'm going to just show it to you. This little, we've got, oh, it went away again. Can you see him right there? And then yep. I'm going to keep on him. Yeah. Sorry, this is a podcast you can't see. But yeah, anyways. so she's showing me an app. It was cute. It looked like... And it's like a little, wrong. so anyways, but basically yeah. Voxer is, is you just press the button, speak, and it sends, right? So there's- Sends where? Sends to whoever your contact is, right? So a lot of times um, our assistant will, I'm like, you don't need to come in today, just work from home. So it'll be like, oh, da, 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 and it sends it. And it's on the desktop, it's on your iPhone. So it's just a quick way as opposed to texting. So I oh love, love, love Voxer. And I have done like recordings, but like, it's like, you got to open up the thing. And then does it keep a record? Like, yes. So if you do the pro version, which is like, it's super cheap. It's like two yeah. bucks a month. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, we'll keep it all. I think you can even get it transcribed if you want. I think so. But you can send images. You can send, like you can do attachments. It's just like any messenger. I don't know. I love it. I think it's super efficient. Um, and, it, I, and it actually connects to your contacts list. So you can just be like, like you're right. Like, how does it have, you have contacts? to be, you would have to sign up for Voxer and I have to sign up for Voxer. So you and I can Voxer to each other. Okay. So it's but not, it. oh, I see. It doesn't like, yeah. oh, interesting. Do you do, but it's, who, who all do you get involved in Voxer with? I just clients? do it with, no, I don't do it with clients. Okay. No, are you kidding me? <sighs> that would drive me bonkers. <laughs> okay. So it's more like people, in, is it? Yeah, tell me who you Internal is. sort of thing. So with your okay. assistant, um, I don't know if she comes to your office Love every it. day. No, she doesn't. Mostly because of perfect. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so this is great for virtual staff. Like if they're, uh, because we don't need to, right? As COVID has come about, we can all see how we can function pretty well. Yeah. We don't need to have people in there all the time. Plus most of the time I, I need, need to be by myself. So, yeah. um, Me so Voxer, too, by the way, I can't yes. be productive. I had an assistant no. last year that was also in this very small office and yep. I couldn't, No, just you being there, yep. very distracting. Yeah. So I need to be by myself. So Voxer's yeah. awesome. The Google Suites, 
I've tried Trello. I've tried Asana. I've tried like for the task management. I just signed up for Smart Task, which I'm really liking. Okay. Um, which I got from, I don't know if you've heard of AppSumo. So AppSumo no. is this, they, they are basically, so startup companies, like startup apps that are coming in to the market, I guess, pair partner with them. And then they offer like for early adopters, oh. lifetime access to an app, super cheap. So oh, I'm trying this task. So like beta test as well, I assume? It's not really a, I don't even think it's a beta. It's okay. like kind of out, but it's like first, you know, early adopters savings kind of thing, right? So I got cool. TaskSmart for like $50 for lifetime access, no monthly fees, and I can have five, up to five um, users on it. And that is, it's awesome. I'm, my husband is finally getting onto it, but you like, because you can keep all your correspondence in that as opposed to I'm going to go look emails. it up right after I'm done here. Yeah. So Trello is similar to that. I don't know. Have you, have you tried I've Trello? I've used Trello. Or- I've also tried everything and I'm yeah. actually maybe going back to Asana because Asana I used for a hot minute for a good while and it has dramatically changed and it looks so really task impressive or now. smart task is very similar to Asana. Yeah. Like very, very, very similar. There's a few extra things, but check out both of them. I'm going to. Um, yeah. Cause Asana, even the free version was really good I found yeah. it was and I'm happy like I actually use Basecamp I don't know if you've tried oh I, I started off with Basecamp years ago yeah so Basecamp is great in some ways but the, there's other I yep. find, sometimes find it confusing in there it's really clunky for finding what you need it's like yeah everything's yeah. there but it's like I feel like I'm like digging going like here 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 yeah yeah and, and I don't like that I like I, I like to be able to look at my week of tasks and move them around to tomorrow. And you, you really can't do that in your, like when you're viewing all of anyways, it's a whole thing, yeah. but yeah. I, I've been using it for a while um, because I did a training with another designer who had amazing strategies for how to use it, but there's strategies that could be implemented in other, other ones. So I've been, it's funny because I just got my assistant like up to speed on Basecamp and I'm probably gonna be like, so we're going to change. We're again. changing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it is, is, um, Basecamp I really like for creating a template of my steps, but then yeah. I find it overwhelming for like my day-to-day task management. Yeah. Like it's too much. So I'm like, I got Basecamp, but then I also have Todoist and then I have yeah. um, Smartsheet to create my Gantt charts. I'm like, it seems like I could maybe get all of that out of a slide. Well, the, I know the Smart Tasks does the um, the milestones and does the whole Oh, does it? Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. Because I, I, so. I, I, like there's a program called Smartsheet, which does really yes. Gantt's, mm-hmm. but anyways it's like you yeah. kind of want to blend it all right okay, it's, what, it's it's a trial and error because you have totally. to figure out what works for you right yeah 100 and that yeah. you use and and yeah. what about uh what other what other like what do you use for um because you do purchase furniture and stuff yeah. right but what yeah. do you use to manage that so i've tried a few of those too <laughs> <laughs> I, I was it. an You're Ivy. I was an Ivy user years ago, um, just as they bought or I was bought them. So, yeah. um, and I didn't leave because of that. I just it wasn't. I just didn't really need yeah. it. So I've been using Design Files. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have. I'm familiar. I've never tried it, but yeah, I'm familiar. I've I heard of it. I mean, because you don't because you do more soft goods and decorating stuff. You might. I I think it's pretty easy. It's. Um, it can do mood boards, but then with your mood boards, all the information is attached to the image, right? So, and then that then executes the 
uh, you know, the, the estimate or the presentation that then executes into the purchase order that, you know, da, 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 da. so talk about saving steps, right? Yeah. It's huge. So I like that. Um, I have tried. Oh my and, God. I've and tried. I'm going to ask because I, I'm selfishly want to know. No, please do. How would you compare IV to design files? What IV like and not like over one over the other? Well, the thing with design files is that they're really, um, they're gearing themselves a lot to e-designers, which I'm not. Yeah. Um, I would say of, the same about my Doma is how I feel about my Doma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I found my Doma was clunky. I didn't like the invoices. There was a bunch of stuff I didn't like about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm off. Sorry, yeah. my Doma. Yeah, sorry. I'm sure it's great for e-designers. <laughs> well, some people love I've it. I've tried them all too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I've um, I say that I'm a, I'm a task management and design um, software slut. <laughs> I was going to say slut, but then I was like, can I say that to her? No, <laughs> I no. think I say yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Cause I've tried them kindred all. spirits. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I just find it's, I don't, I, I think it has a 3d room thing now too, which is pretty cool. So you can plop in. Yeah. Now it's not necessarily the furniture you want. Yep. Um, but you can at least show your clients if they're like super, super easy. If you want to just sort of show them how the room's going to be set up. Mm-hmm. So I think you would actually, I think it would benefit you a lot, to be honest, just knowing kind of that you do furnishings and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have free trials as they all do. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm giving you a lot of homework. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> it's good. I'm like, but I'm really good at like doing that when I should be doing work. Doing doing productive stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called, um, what's it called? It's called productive pro- procrastination. Is that what yes, it's yes. 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 I did an episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what was I going to say? Um, Oh, with, with design files. Okay. This is, this is my, my only pain point really with, with Ivy is, um, they do have mood boards now, Yeah, but I just want when somebody doesn't approve something or gives me comments, like I want an easier way for them. Like they can technically comment. They have like, um, they're called room boards and they also have mood boards but I want to have like an ongoing conversation and if and if you're not into it and you and we remove it like I want it to just completely disappear from like I want to have the option to for it to not bog down like the project so anytime I export stuff it's like still there anyways that was you didn't need to know all that but um design files do you can they can you have a conversation about I believe you can comment yeah yeah, you can comment forth, on them. I like yeah. this, I don't like this. Yeah. And, and approve or approve disapprove it? or comment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. DOS is short for Designers on Social Summit. And it's an annual online summit that just brings together over 20 design influencers and social media experts to provide trainings and master classes for designers, decorators, stagers, and creatives to essentially learn best business and marketing growth practices. I love it. And how many, how many um, speakers do you have this year? This year we'll have between 20 and 30. Yeah. That's awesome. And guess who's part of that? This girl. <laughs> I'm talking about how authenticity can grow your business and your confidence. So I'm really excited about that and sharing some of my experiences and, um, for me, it was really focusing on, you know, authenticity is, it's such a buzzword right now, but it's 
people often think of it more as like, it's what you do on social media and in your marketing, but authenticity to me is, you know, very holistic and, you know, 360 with your business. It's, it's every touch point, whether it's your processes or, you know, the people you work with, you know, your, your niche. And so I'm, I'm sharing a lot about that, but so when is this, like, what can people do to register for this? Where do they go and when is it happening? Well, uh, DOS 2021 will be a live three-day event and is open for registrations in December of 2020. When did we? When did you say the summit is actually taking place? January 27th to the 29th, which is from Wednesday through Friday. Where can they go uh, to start seeing what's going on with uh, Designers on Social Summit? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is uh, designersonsocialsummit.com. And currently, if you were to go there uh, before, I guess, the first week of December or even the second week of December, you might be looking at 2019. Um, but uh, the, the website should be live for, for the new lineup um, as of uh, the first and second week of December. And we'll give a shout out to Sheila. Sheila at Design Files. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna tag her um yeah we'll tag her i feel like i like ivy i actually really like ivy what do you i mean we just shouted her out so maybe you don't want to talk do you like the interface like do you like how would you compare i do i do i do like think ivy looks really really lovely and is there a client facing portal yeah and is there i think it's a portal but like so i just did for the two res i have two residential no i actually have three residential right now um i and they do contracts which i just Tried oh, they first. do contracts. I just tried my first contract in Design Files. I so do like I said that. to my client, first time trying this, let me know if you have any issues. Yeah. I haven't heard back from um, yet, so. I, I do like that. I, yeah. I Okay, I do have a question for you that I'm very curious. This is like a nut that I've struggled to crack. How do you, like, I know we have like Design Files, we have like whatever, Asana, whatever you're using yeah, yeah. for how to track all the tasks that you need to do for a project. But then there's this like layer of, what I feel is like Tetris of when can I take on a new project? When do I have the capacity and how do I make it easy to slot out projects in a way that doesn't like run me too, like spread me yeah. too thin? Like what, what's your, str and I looking for me, looking in my Mac calendar amongst all of my other tasks, like I can't, I had to make big count. I have a magnet board now, which I'm going to yeah. try, but I'm just curious how other designers, like what the strategy is for, Planning think, projects, like, well, unfortunately, in my case, um, when a builder comes to me and says that this project's opening in spring of 2021, that's when it's opening. <laughs> so, you know, it's how not like I How do you like manage can, all that? And you're like, how do you... You just kind of do. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like, I can't sleep anymore. I don't... I think I think with residential, though, I think you should have a little bit more flexibility to say to them... You yeah. know, like I, I see what my husband does, right? He'll say, like, listen, we we can't start your project until bloop this time. Does that yep. work in your schedule? Yep. Um, and you know, especially renovations, it's a lot of upheaval <laughs> for yeah. people. So they need to be mentally, physically planned, prepared, mm -hmm. moving stuff out, whatever the case may be. Um, so I think there's some of that. But I think you can also, like, as we know, like there's always really, really heavy in the planning stage, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're waiting for stuff to be fabricated and manufactured. So then you could then slot in another project in that point where you're, that's the planning, like, again, in a ideal perfect world. Yeah. 
control all those things, but most of the time we can't. So it's kind of, yeah, I, I say all I do all day long is triage. Okay, who, what's the next part? <laughs> yes, oh my God. Okay, who, who's the most urgent? Who's bleeding? Who do I need to, you know? Yeah, it's a that's triaging, right? so freaking funny because that's how yeah. I feel, but I, I don't thrive in that environment. I don't it like- is hard. And I think probably <laughs> if, if the best words of advice I could give is just keep your clients like up to date on where things are at. Like, yeah, you know, I hoped to have had this floor plan for you like today or, or tomorrow, but it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on Tuesday. Right. And it's just, I think it's managing expectations all the time and just yeah. keeping them informed. Right. And, yeah. and most people are pretty reasonable. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think Kimberly Seldon's the one that says there's no design emergencies. There really oh. isn't. Right. Like we're not curing cancer. We're not, we're not saving lives. Yeah. Like, yeah let's be sort of realistic about it. Um, and plus there's, it's, times are weird. There's oh some gosh. weird shit happening and it, everything is delayed and everybody's decided they want their house fixed up. Yeah. Yesterday. Which is great for us. Cause we're all like, totally yeah. we have business Yeah, and I'm not trying to live, look a gift horse in the mouth, but holy moly, like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on, right? Like yeah. there's a lot going on. So I think it's just, just being, you know, as keeping the communication with your clients and just managing their expectations and being like, listen, I didn't get to it. I really hope to, I had to do that this week. I was like, I really thought, not, and they're like, no problem. No worries. You know? So. Yeah. It's but, so funny because like, that's the one thing that really like annoys me is when somebody there's nothing more annoying to me than like a contractor who's like, Oh, I'll give you that tonight. And then you don't get it, yeah. whatever it is. It's just tell me that you are not, yeah. you know, just give me an update. Or, and then they keep saying that, Oh, I'll get you. And then now all of a sudden you're like the kid who cried wolf. I'm like, I don't believe that you're going to do that. Like your yeah. word has lost all meaning. Yeah. Exactly. Um, your word is not your word. Totally. And I'm not great at, you know, because I always feel like I'm behind the eight ball. So communicating mm-hmm. with clients is not something I am great at. And I do feel like having my assistant in now, like having that be part of her process to Absolutely. communicate, um, <clears throat> I think will help kind of, it's, yeah. it's really having her fill in the gaps where I'm weak and that it doesn't have to be me to do it either. Exactly. Exactly. Something that doesn't need to be done by you. Yeah. Right? It, like whether it's like the Friday, you know, they always say like the Friday afternoon status. This is where yeah. we're at. This yeah. is what we did this week. Blah, 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 whatever. But yeah. I'm the same way. If I say, okay, I'm going to get something to you by Tuesday and I'm like Friday going, this is not going to happen. I'm going to let them know because yeah. I just, you know, and if it happens great, but otherwise they're not expecting You're, it. Yeah. <laughs> And so. you, you, I assume like one of the people that works with your husband as well is an assistant. Yeah. She's, so she's a designer. So she does, she can do all her drawing. She does a lot of sort of project management in the sense of making sure that the tiles have been ordered and the faucets are being shipped to the site and, you know, all those gazillion things mm-hmm. because he, he, my husband should be, is the one that's overseeing the bigger, the bigger yeah. fires, yeah. right. And getting the next jobs and da, 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 da. So, yeah. And I assume is she virtual? Nope. No, she comes in, um, like we have a home office and she comes yep. in a couple times a week, depending on what's happening. Like this week she'd been in more because there were some meetings and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's a day of like, she's just got drawings or whatever to do, it's like, stay home. You don't and, need to and, just take the computer. And how do you guys manage your communication on what needs to be done? Like, do you have a task management system that you both log into? Yep. Or yeah. So that's, okay. that's the smart task. So that's, oh, that's right. Smart yeah. Task. yeah. Yeah. So we're doing that. How long have you been using smart task? Only like about a month and a half now. Um, but because of Asana and my Trello and all those, yep. the, it was, it's super easy. There's just some little, there's actually a lot of extra things that are good in it that I haven't even really 
delve into. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do yeah, <laughs> to do, doing, waiting on approval and done kind of list, yeah. right? Like just keep moving. Like as you say, literally moving the item to the next column. Like this is yeah. where we're at. If there's any comments, let me know. Um, and just, you know, because I said to her, like, you gotta let me know when stuff's done or I need to review it because it's like, once I've given it to you, it's out of my head. Like I need to, you know, I need to move on to something else. So it's yeah. great for that. Cause then I can go in and see all my notifications and go, oh, okay, I gotta go back. I gotta review that. Or I've got to comment on, or she needs feedback or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, yeah, I'm just so eager. Did, do you have somebody who manages your email for you? No, I don't know if I could. <laughs> so you, what I've decided I'm going to do is I'm going to have my own email yeah, and then I'm going to have um, the shared email where it's where the clients and leads come in and mm-hmm. anything to do with projects where we both have access. And then I have my own personal email within like the, like the brand or whatever. But yeah. I, I'm just like, I, I actually, I'm very eager. I just can't figure out how to share it with her, but I'm, well, I don't know. It's, it's scary, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I just want, you tell me when you need me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's great. Cause I always look at that and go, God, everyone says, Oh, just get a VA to manage your emails. I'm like, but wouldn't she just be then asking me questions? So I might as well just answer the email myself. Like, yeah, know. you know what? For me, so. it's like, I, I it is hard. I'm not a good delegator, but I'm like, I'm just ripping You're that so off, and making yeah. it happen. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'd I let me know how that goes. Muscle memory. Okay, I will for sure. Yeah, um, so, what is okay? Twenty years into the business, what is yep. your number one piece of advice you would give? new designers or just like even seasoned designers who have been in, you know, I'm not a super newbie, but I've yeah, almost five years. So what is your biggest advice for, for newbie designers? I think, I mean, I've always been what, you know, sort of my, I don't know, not my motto, but you know, like I, if I always say, I always do what I say I'm going to do. Right. So when, you know, like I, I, my word is my word. And if yeah. I say I'm going to get something like, like with builders, I said, I've never missed a, d- a deadline craps happened I've had like I've had to pull in sofas off floor models and put it in for the grand opening and then switch it out when the real one's ready you know you, you gotta do what you gotta do so if you promise something it's going to be done so I think and if it can't be done because there are times when things are yeah. completely out of your control <clears throat> it's come to them with not a problem a solution right yeah didn't come in yes not great however this is how we're going to solve it here's our workaround and, and then just, as we were just saying, like, just manage expectations, let them know it hasn't fallen off. You know, you haven't fallen off my radar. I know it's there. Things have happened this week's time's got away, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's not, I, I can't get it to you until whatever. And most people are fairly reasonable, right? Like, but it's just so they know that you are on it, right? I think yeah. that's basically it. It's like, you're on it, you know, and yeah, that's the that best way. So Cause good it's good for me right now to hear. Yeah. Well, because there's nothing worse than going, oh, wow, we haven't heard from Michelle in, in two weeks. I Did wonder where... take our money and run? Yeah, I wonder where things are at. Yeah. So like your assistant, like a Friday update to people, even if you're like, yep, still waiting on fabric to come in, blah, 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 whatever, right? Like just, they know. Oh my God, I'm just now. having an aha right now based on what you said earlier. I'm picturing myself sending a boxer yes. on Friday saying... yes. Hey Andrea, here's the update I need to give you to give so and so project. Bloody 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 blah. Yep. Boom. Hey, and it's like I don't have to get on a call with her. I can just send it when I'm ready because sometimes exactly. that can be the art of time suckage too. Totally, right? Like, yep. Yeah. So the uh, you're gonna love Voxer. I really think you're gonna love it. 
It's just, oh, man. it's, it's a life changer for me. I just think it's cause I'm like, sort of type this out. Blah, blah. I know, I, especially like sometimes it's just so I, I've actually done that with clients where I, I would do that with use loom a lot. Yep. But, well, yep. it used to be use loom. And cause now, I think, it's, just but now it's just loom. I think they didn't yep. have the URL or something. So I say use loom, but, um, I would do that to respond to like lead inquiries. Cause it would be easier to respond. And I felt like it was a nice personal touch. Yeah, They've sure. actually changed it to now you only get five, five minutes. minutes free. I, I know. know, but fair enough, Loom, fair <laughs> yes, enough. I know. got to make yours too. Yep. But, um, and then there's been other times too, where I know that if I try, like I, a client responding to a proposal, I remember this very specific time where I recorded it on my phone mm-hmm. and then I uploaded it to like, I, I think, or no, I might've actually ended up emailing it, but it was a bit messy. And but she didn't even listen to it. Like, she was like, I can't, I was like, I, I recorded this so that you could, you said you were really busy. I figured you could be driving somewhere and hit play. And to- but then she made it a whole thing that was like annoying and I had to type it up anyways. But sometimes it's just too complicated and you're going to waste too much time editing, 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 and editing. Figure, yeah. We're just spill it up. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I use Loom for even like if uh, drawings, right? Like if they're doing drawings, I'm like, okay, that needs to be moved over. And can you make the, and, and so you've got your mouse and you're pointing to things, right? Oh, because I feel like I'm hearing something and I am, it's my phone. Um, it, I, it's just weird. I never have my ringer on, like literally never. I will go, oh, I need to turn my ringer on. Yes. And then I subconsciously turn it off. I have no idea I've turned it off. And I'm like, why didn't I hear my phone ring? Um, I actually really like that because I, there's nothing I find more overwhelming. That's not true. There's lots of things I find more overwhelming, but I find it very overwhelming to provide feedback to somebody where I then have to create a PowerPoint to then show a square around here. Yes. So another reminder about how amazing Loom is for that to save on time for that too. So thanks for that reminder. Um, Okay. Tell everybody where they can follow you and um, all of that good stuff. So the, the design part is at Builder Designer on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then my website is collinsoninteriors.com. And then you'll see the three different, you can pick the renovations, the interior design, or the podcast. Uh, and then the podcast, The Productive Designer, which is, I think my Instagram is at The Productive Designer Podcast. I there you go. love it. There well, we go. I'm, I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at show notes. Do you have legit show notes? I saw you do. You type those out? No, I have somebody do that. I'll hook you up with her. I was just going to say to you, Tell, um, you also said you had somebody doing your social media. Is that just like an assistant or is that somebody who's like legit? Like who is Legit. That? Legit. Tanya. My, my Tanya, who does my, all Sorry, my. Sorry, yeah, um, send it over, yeah. send it all over. I'm like, yeah. I'm like She's a awesome. new person right now where I'm like, delegate it out. You know what? Awesome. It's not getting done. It's time to delegate it out. It takes me a hot minute to like pull the trigger, but I eventually do it. Do you edit your own podcasts? No. So I do, do tell who's your, do you got a person so her on um, Fiverr? So okay. one of the websites and she is awesome. I like, I, cause that was it. I said, I love doing the podcast. I hate editing it. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. I yeah. don't want to do this. And, you know, and <clears throat> I said, the part I like is the podcast. I don't want to do the yeah. editing. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. You're yeah. going to send me that too. I will. So I yes. gave you homework to give me information. So we've given yes. you homework. Yes, okay. I know. And if, if I forget, which I probably won't, but I'm I'll not going to forget. So I will send me a note. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so that was a uh, social media person. Um, yep. It was a, the podcast editor podcast editor and it was a um transcriber i assume or something yeah she does both is she, she transcribing both. your podcast or she's not trans 
she's not transcribing it. She's just um, doing show notes, like just a kind so of. So she summer. like listens to it and then does that. Well, because she's listening to it to edit it, so she's writing the. Oh, it's the same stuff. person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and then I just will go in sometimes and tweak things a yeah. little bit, but it's art like the bulk of it's done, so it's perfect. Yeah, that's incredible. That is, yeah, that's a huge time saving tips. Yes, product the productive designer. There you go. Which is a, what <laughs> I'm going to turn into. All right. My life depends on it. All right, lady. Well, thanks so much. I'm going to go uh, pour some more wine. And I'm going to pour some because I haven't had it yet. <laughs> yeah. I should, have, I should tell every guest that I'm going to. Yes, I know. Wine. I should have done that. But this was awesome. Yes, it was Loved so awesome. Chatting with you. you. And it looks like you're at a rave because you got lots of like lights happening. I know. I, I realized the LED are. lights are. Um, <laughs> yeah. My own single party for yeah. myself. Yeah. Party by All myself. Right. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. How enjoyable is Crystal? I It's no wonder she has a podcast. She's absolutely lovely to chat with. Uh, so you can actually look for um, her podcast. Again, it's The Productive Designer. Uh, the same day that I'm launching this one. So if you've just listened to this one, go listen to my conversation with her on her podcast on The Productive Designer out today as well. So guys, um, I promised I would continue to read reviews. I got to say, I'm going to need a few more reviews posted. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please, please do leave a review and I'm going to read it loud and clear for you to hear. Wow. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Um, that's embarrassing. I should edit that out, but I'm not going to do it. Um, okay. Four, five stars, five stars. Only one person has given me four stars and he didn't give me a good reason to do it. I think he just doesn't believe in five stars and it's really bringing me down and I shouldn't, I can't think that way. Anyways, this is from Ellie at Nest and Nook. Completely love. I'm hoping I haven't read this one before, but thank you. Thank you for breaking open this space and being there to help new designers like myself. Demystifying the interior design process, starting up in the crazy scary world that it is, I hear you Ellie, and running this business and helping us all feel like we're not alone. You're amazing and this podcast is a true gem in my world. Literally a life-saving moment for me when I found you. So thank you, eternally grateful. Well, I don't know about life-saving moment, but I like it. And I so appreciate, so appreciate this amazing review. Um, so guys, you heard earlier in the pod that the Designers on Social Summit is happening. Uh, and I think you can probably, I'm going to go look right now. Um, I think you can probably go sign up now. And actually you can't sign up now, but you can enter your email so that you can get notified when it goes live. So go to designersonsocialsummit.com and I am a guest speaker there. Another thing I wanted to remind you about is the biographical design, uh, the next immersion. So the next immersion, and this is the same immersion, except way better because I know she keeps improving it, um, that I did back in May before I joined the group coaching um, for a year. And it's January 13th, 14th, and 15th. So you're going to talk about defining your differentiator, guys. I I cannot tell you how important doing this for myself has been and how much it has improved. And I'm actually going to do a solo podcast in the next little while talking all about my differentiator, my sales pitch, and my new process, which is all stemming from this amazing coaching that I've been doing with Katie. Um, there, you, I 
can't even tell you how amazing it's all been. Um, you're going to learn about unlocking your strengths, understanding your mindset, shedding your limiting beliefs, mastering the sales pitch. Again, I just talked about it, but there's like this, this piece of the puzzle and how I changed my process has resulted in every sales pitch I've done has resulted in a close. And now I do enough, um, I, I, I make sure that the client is makes sense to do a sales pitch because my sales pitch all in all is about an hour and a half when it's all said and done, but it is revolutionary. I cannot stress it enough. And then defining your signature process, which I have also done the art method. So I'm going to be digging a lot more into some of these changes that I made in my business, all of which has stemmed from um, working with Katie and the biographical design, which all started on this amazing, amazing immersion. So if you want to go sign up for that or learn more, go to biographicaldesign.com. If you want to know if it's a good fit, I highly recommend just scheduling a call with Katie. She's doing a complimentary 45 minute coaching call. So you can talk to her and see if it's a good fit for you. And always, always be sure to let her know that I sent you. I, you know, I want to be completely honest. I am, I am an affiliate, but I hope you know by now I do not promote anything that I don't wholeheartedly believe in. So please go do that. And I think that's all for now. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.